0: Now
1: back on the show is undefeated UFC Bantamweight prospect Manny Bermudez. What's going on, Manny? Not
0: much. What's going on with you?
1: Not much, man. Same old thing. Um, let's, you know, I know you've been talking with other guys about the Uriah Faber matchup. You know, it was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen. Um, eventually that fight went to Ricky Simone. We all know what happened in that fight. Faber got a knockout, which is very rare, you know, if you look at his past. Do you think the UFC gave Favor a favorable matchup in this return?
0: I think he's uh, a more favorable matchup than I would have been. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, think, uh, you know I think you know, style wise, I think you know, Favor's tough for anybody, but I think that I would have been uh, a tougher one for him to deal with than Ricky. I think, I think it was kind of a little bit more handpicked for uh, an opponent that kind of fit his build a little bit more. You know,
1: definitely, definitely. Um, now your last fight was in february you got the first round finish what have you been doing you know to keep yourself busy because you've been out for a few months now
0: yeah no i mean i'm always training i'm always doing stuff like that i took a trip down to the pi back in march or something like that march may and then um you know i've been lifting a lot of weights just training getting in shape all that stuff so it's funny because I was actually doing a lot of really, really hard training before I even knew my fight was coming on and, and then, you know, I, I, I worked from there and then just, you know, adjusting everything just for the uh, the couple of weeks that I had left for, for the fight to be happening.
1: Why did you decide to visit the PI? Was it for more like the diet aspect or for st- strength and conditioning? Yeah. What was it for?
0: Yeah, it was a little bit more for uh, the diet aspect. You know, they have good information over there, and uh, it, it was good to just, you know, touch base with them and see what they have to say about everything. Uh, you know, all really nice people over there, too. So.
1: What did you find out about your diet that you are surprised about?
0: No I was surprised about? Um, honestly, not much. They, they they said a lot of stuff that I, that I already knew in my head that, that was going on with me. Like big um You know, pretty strong in the in the places I thought I was strong in, and then not strong in in the areas I didn't think I was strong in. So, um, you know, I was able to work on a couple of those a couple of those little weaknesses, and then uh, hopefully come back a little sharper, a little (laughs) a little more, uh, you know, fine-tuned.
1: Did you get in any training while you are out in Las Vegas, you know, with anybody? Because, you know, a lot of times I talk to fighters. They're talking about when they do visit the PI, they run into other fighters and they get to train with guys that they've never trained with.
0: Yeah, no, I was, I was kind of solo. So I just uh, I just did my PI stuff and then, you know, just hung out a little bit over there. Because I also didn't have a fight, so I didn't want to, you know, you know, like uh, overload myself, too, if, if I wasn't, like, you know, in a fight camp.
1: After the PI, did you visit any gyms outside your local you know places where you you train
0: no no i I didn't i'm still in my home gym but you know we got a couple guys that came in uh you know some good wrestlers some good kickboxers i've been working with all of them i actually even started working out with a couple of uh, old opponents of mine and uh you know it's nice to get like a a different look from somebody that i fought already and just seeing how how i changed over the years um you know what I've gotten better at, all these strengths and weaknesses and all that. So,
1: who have you brought in, uh, old opponents? Uh, this guy saw me
0: and him fought. So I, I only went to a decision twice in my uh, in my professional career, and he was the last guy I went to a decision with, and it was a split decision. It was a close fight, and uh, you know he just had like a weird, weird, tricky style for me to deal with, and so uh, you know he, he he asked me to train. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> So we've been do- we've been doing rounds and uh, you know he- he's tricky too because he's i think he's like six one six two he's a 45 er um you know he's just very awkward very lanky so so I got to work with him a lot but um you know it's complete opposite style of the guy I'm fighting so <laughs> but you know that, that, that was that was weeks before uh, the, the fight even was announced so
1: well I think it doesn't matter because eventually you'll you'll fight somebody that is longer linkier. You know, in the future, so I guess that will come back to you. You know, uh, you know, beneficially, it will come back to you later on.
0: Yeah, although I mean, I don't, I don't know how many six foot, <laughs> six foot tall band weights there are, <laughs> and 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 if they're six feet tall, I don't think they're that, you know, that thick. <laughs> you, you, I think you're, I think he's walking around like 190, 180, something like that. So <laughs> I don't think band weights get that big.
1: In the future, you could, you know, take a short notice fight at featherweight you never know what could happen yeah, you know the yeah. money could be right and it will be it'll work out for you
0: yeah for sure for sure all
1: right let's talk about yeah. your opponent UFC 241 Casey Kenny when you look at him when you see his performances what is your breakdown of his skill set
0: uh, you know he's a tough tough guy uh very good at all in, in all aspects but um you know he's not much of a finisher and, and I'm very much a finisher you know so i saw a couple of things of him saying that uh that he's gonna you know take me past the second round or whatever but uh, that's one that's one of those things that uh you're gonna to have to actually get to the first round and, and see how you fare after that you know uh, I've, I've been i've been working on my cardio been working on my explosive doing you know, all all, all the stuff that's gonna you know play out in the fight and you know you can never tell with with, the, with these fights especially with guys this level but I feel very confident, very ready, very strong, very, you know, all all the things that you need to feel right before a fight.
1: Kenny, he defeated Ray Borg in his UFC debut. It was a decision. A lot of people thought Borg won that fight. You know, what is your assessment of the fight? Did you think, do you agree, did you agree with the judges?
0: I, I didn't think he won the fight, but, um... You know, regardless, it's so impressive for somebody to come into the UFC in your very first fight. You uh, you know, you, you upset you know the the guy that's been you know he, like I think when I think of flyweight, I think of guys like Demetrius Johnson and then like uh like a Dodson, even though I think he's a 35er now. But then Ray Borg, one of one of the top you know three to five guys I think of when when I'm thinking of of the division. You know, one one of the bigger names, the more notable guys. So uh, it's very impressive that he came in and just you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, close, close, close fight, but he still won it. You know, can't can't take that away from him.
1: It is no secret he's gonna wrestle you. You know, he likes to wrestle. Yeah. Does that kind yeah, of play into that submission game you have that you're known for?
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. Right? It's, uh, that's very, it's confusing because uh, I mean he's got good stand-up, though. Like so, I, th- I think he. You know, he, he might box a little bit, but I'm longer, I'm rangier. Uh, he's got good good pop on his rear hand. He's got uh, a very like assert himself style. But uh, if he wrestles, I mean, <laughs> I fought wrestlers before. You know, it's kind of it's kind of my thing too. So just uh, I hope he picks his I hope he picks his shots right.
1: So it seems like this fight is gonna. Go down to scrambles, you know, more than yeah. you know other fights that you've probably had, and uh I think you probably like your chances in those scr- scrambles, right?
0: Yeah, of course. That's uh, it's my bread and butter. So <laughs> I mean, it must be his too, right? If if he's gonna go mm-hmm. for it, but uh you know, trying to scramble. I mean, it's tricky because he he is shorter. He's I think he's gonna be a little smaller than me, but um. So smaller guys are sometimes tough to you know get get a good hold on or whatever. But I mean, it's all also sucks to scramble against some bigger, you know, heavier guys. So 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 if, if he's gonna scramble and then I just like put my weight on him, and he's going got carry me the whole the whole fight. You know, he, he might be the one who's tired, not me. So I say will have to figure it out the hard way, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I talk to wrestling coaches you know i always ask them like what is the hardest body type to wrestle and they always tell me it's the long linkier guys whenever you wrestle yeah. somebody that's longer and linkier than you it doesn't matter how strong you are how much of a you know powerhouse you yeah, are it's going to yeah. be difficult it's leverage. i think it's a different yeah.
0: leverage. And, and i mean it was he's done like judo and uh and wrestling and all that too but uh, you know, it's it's different. it's different in MMA. It's different with punches and kicks and knees and elbows. So he can come in and try and try to wrestle me, but uh, you know, he's just playing my game.
1: Last time out against Benito Lopez, you know, you had some complications with your weight cut. You know, what exactly happened there, and have you made any changes to this training camp to avoid you know another mishap?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know. It, it, we, we just tried a couple different ways of uh, of getting down, you know, like a little closer because we, we we try we try to cut the uh, we we try to make it by a little, if that makes sense because because we think size is obviously an advantage for the for for a fight. You know, you get two guys of the same skill level, the bigger stronger one's probably going to win. So then um, we, we we just like you know mistimed it a little bit and then. Uh, but now we're, like, very on track to, to be on weight, so we
1: should be all good. Your last two fights, they were rescheduled for a later date. Has that changed anything to the mental approach during this training camp?
0: Oh, no, I'm always I'm always training. I'm always just ready to go. Uh, you give me a date, I, I kind of start setting for it. You know, I start training hard, harder. And then um, as the date gets closer, I'm just kind of, you know it, it, that that's my time that's my time to, to go and be ready for uh so so you could you know I could have a fight and then it could be pushed back I just think oh good more time to cut the weight or more time to train it's not like a it's not a big deal for me
1: the UFC many times it's all about name recognition but are you happy to just fight all the prospects, you know, kind of play the long game and just work yourself up? Because you're a type of guy that's pretty laid back. You're not gonna sit there and like argue with other fighters.
0: No, no. Uh, <laughs> like I, I do like talking crap, but um, you know, I I think it's important for every fighter to build himself up the, the right way. I think you gotta you gotta put your time in, you gotta put your work in, and you know, I've only had three fights in the UFC, realistically so if if the UFC doesn't you know think I'm ready or doesn't want to build me up or it's just kind of testing the waters with me um you know i'm fine I'm fine with it you know because I'm just you know'm I'm, I'm working for them so uh, as long as I can keep you know getting wins making making money uh you know getting finishes all that stuff i'm I'm happy because you know this is a job that I've always wanted too so <laughs> So, so I'm not gonna complain about doing it, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, adding to the resume is never a bad thing.
0: No, never, never, hopefully
1: 15-0. Sean O'Malley, you know, you a guy you have had interest in fighting before. Have you been really? following his situation with USADA
0: no, I just kind of once in a while just like wake up and go, I'm going to call him out. And then I do it and then everybody tries to film me in, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I think he's going to fight me anyway. So so I'm not really uh, too caught up on him. Yeah, he's a young guy just cool.
1: like you, you know, and he's yeah. caught up in this situation where did he take PEDs? Did he not take PEDs? You know, it's like there's what, it's it's confusing what, what, what's going what, on.
0: What was that thing called that he was taking? You got caught for it.
1: Osterine or something like that. Estrogen. <laughs> he
0: got popped off estrogen. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it's you know if, if if you have to if if he's out there using that stuff, like <laughs> uh, I don't know what he's gonna expect when he when he gets busted. You know he, he's clearly being built up by the UFC. Um, like, well, why is he ruining a chance like that? You know, you should you should be confident in your skills. You should be ready to go. So, um, you know, it's kind of a shame to be honest to of that opportunity and just throw it out the window like that.
1: The band champ, Henry Cejudo, he seems like he's going to be out for a long time. Who do you believe should be next in line? The next challenger or should they put in an interim title? And who do you think should fight for that?
0: I mean, Murray has put up a fight last time. So I, I think having him be back in the, in the title contention would be, would be a, a good idea. Um, and then Aljamain Sterling too, you know he, he's he's been killing it too. So I think those two would be an interesting fight again. You know, I'll run it back one more time. Um, was it Asansol? Asansol and Sandhagen are in there too. So maybe a winner of that one. I, I think an interim title would be fair too, just because you know, so who so who's been trying to fight? He's just been been hurt and all that. So. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Marlon, Sandagin, and who else is say Sterling. I think those would be some of the top guys off the top of my head. I'm sure there's other guys too that I'm just not remembering.
1: Another big name that is dropping down is Frankie Edgar. Uh, where does Frankie fit in the division? Does he fit it in that top echelon of fighters in the bantamweight division? Even though he hasn't fought at bantamweight.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's fought enough 45ers, you know, and if you if you if you've been out there dealing with the 45ers, I think you can deal with the 35ers too. Um, uh, you know they're a little faster, a little more, um, a little more mobile, but they still have you know 35ers. 35ers is a tough division because oh, these guys you know still have knockout power, still have uh, you know they have very good skills, but then they have speed on top of it. Uh, I, I do, I do. Yeah, I do think with his experience, he's going to pose uh, a big threat in the division. And I think it'd, it'd be cool to see, uh, you know, what happens when he gets his... First. I'm actually curious to see what his first fight's going to be. Mm-hmm. I think I think they will toss him a top 10 guy. And uh, yeah, and you know, I guess we'll go from there.
1: <laughs> Would you be shocked if they put together a rematch between Faber and Edgar for the interim title?
0: No, I would not be surprised at all. I didn't even think of that, but now you said that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Jesus, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that makes too much sense actually. Because I, I was kind of like, fingers crossed that maybe I would call one of them out, but <laughs> they're both probably gonna be taken.
1: You know, having this logjam at the top of the division—it's a good problem, you know, for everybody around. Do you think that it has any effect on your career?
0: Um, not, not the point I'm at right now. No. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, you know, I still haven't really far-ranked opponent. Casey, I I don't know if they're going to give me a... They'll probably give me somebody ranked after this, Mm -hmm. right, you think? But, uh, no, like, just at the point I'm at right now, I I don't think it affects my career. Uh, It's definitely interesting for me, though, to to sit back and watch, especially, like, after meeting a couple of these guys and seeing them in person and, then you know, kind of trying to measure them, figure them out a little bit, but... Um, no, it's no, no effect on my career as of right now. Definitely later on though.
1: <laughs> UFC Boston is coming up. Do you plan on sneaking onto that card somehow after taking out Kenny?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I always wanted to fight at the garden. I always wanted to fight in front of my friends and, and, uh, if I can make that quick turnaround, around, you know, I will.
1: All right, man. Well, before you do that, August 17th, UFC 241, Casey Kenny, Anaheim, California, Thank you, Manny, for your time and uh, good luck on the fight and your future.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it, man. It's good talking to you.